Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast from Shemaine's Model Health for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals. I am Shemaine Linney. I am a fitness and nutrition expert and biohacker, and I am super grateful to have you back with me today, where we're into part two of our cold and season um, pair of podcasts. So this week we're looking at supplements to support your immune system during this cold and flu season. So outside of taking antibiotics for an infection or Tylenol for a fever, most people don't have many alternatives or don't know of many alternatives um, to boost their immune system. There's many immune boosting supplements out there but not all of them are beneficial, especially not um, when we look at how they affect your health. So my goal is to kind of inform you or teach you a few supplements that you can use to increase your overall immune uh, function without any side effects. And most of what I recommend doesn't just improve your immune system, but your overall health on many, many levels. Um, with a strong immune system, you are less likely to come down with a bad cold or flu, even if you're around others who are sick. Um, so if you do catch something, my hopes is that it's not as severe and doesn't last as long. Um, so before you use anything I suggest to follow, I recommend that you go back and listen to part one of the podcast series about lifestyle and nutrition for boosting your immune system um, because you need to combine the whole lot together. They have synergistic effects um, and they will, in the end, cost you fewer sick days and, like I said, improve your overall health or quality of life. Um, so first we're going to look at vitamin D. The single best thing you can do to boost your immune system is to make sure your vitamin D levels are high. Um, your body can produce its natural antibiotic through vitamin D or when you have enough vitamin D. Um, and this antibiotic is called catalicidin. And this can help your body gobble up those nasty bugs or intruders that come in. Um, it can also help balance the immune seesaw that we spoke about um, and help increase your T cells like we mentioned in last week's podcast. So vitamin D is very, very um, important. And vitamin D can be used acutely for three days at a very high dose to help upregulate the immune function. Um, a vitamin D protocol like this has been used by European doctors for many years and it's very safe and you would be looking at or generally we look at when we say used acutely we're looking at something that would be in the range of Generally, we look at a thousand international units per pound of body weight, and that sounds like a lot, but remember, you're only doing this acutely for three days, um, and then you start to half it, and then you start to drop it back down to maybe a thousand or two thousand international units a day. Um, 10,000 units is generally what we make ourselves when we get 10 to 15 minutes um, of direct sunlight onto our skin. 
So vitamin D can be super helpful. Um, next, I kind of want to look at um, some some more natural stuff. So one of my favorites being silver or colloidal silver. Colloidal silver is a very powerful antibiotic um, and antiviral. It can be used topically or internally and it's very effective for preventing illness um, and can be used still after sickness. So you can use colloidal silver pretty much all the time. It's very hard to overdose on colloidal silver but if you do you will notice your skin turning blue. Um, so let's say you're around a bunch of sick people around the holidays and you want to prevent getting sick yourself, you can be using colloidal silver daily to just help keep your immune system strong and resilient. Um, colloidal silver, especially the spray form, is very effective for sore throats. So I'll usually recommend clients spray directly into the back of their throats. Also, if there's any sort of yeast infection in the mouth, um, colloidal silver can be very effective for that too. When we look at herbal medicines, Herbs like echinacea, golden seal, uh, and astragalus, they can be excellent to increase your overall resistance to flu. I really like astragalus in the drop form. I'll take that when I have a cold or a flu. Um, and they can increase your overall resistance to flu and bacteria that are out there. Um, there's been lots and lots of studies done on these herbs and of course they've been used in ancient medicine for thousands of years. These herbs are most effective when they are used at the early onset of a cold. Um, the most active properties of these herbs are present in the roots. Um, so be careful when you're selecting a supplement because many supplements only contain the flower or the stems. And this is why I kind of like tinctures or decoctions um, a lot better or teas. They can be one more effective um, they can be more bioavailable but you generally are getting that um, the more concentrated compounds when you get them in teas or tinctures or decoctions um, and herbs like these are shown to upregulate antiviral antifungal and antibacterial activity so Echinacea, golden seal, astragalus, and you can bring in elderberry or elderflower can be just as effective too. Um, and then these, we mentioned, um, these have been shown to be very effective at killing off bugs, but they also have been shown to increase white blood cells and increase your natural killer cell activity. So if you don't recall what your natural killer cells are, go back and check out um, where we spoke about T1 and T2 in last week's podcast. Herbs like ashwagandha, rhodiola, panax ginseng, I like Siberian ginseng, and licorice are also excellent for tonics. Um, they, these are very supportive of the adrenals. So even if you're not sick, it's wise to have some adaptogenic herbs in your diet. I also like um, medicinal medicinal mushrooms like reishi um, is an adaptogen too. They can be very supportive of supporting your body, um, your adrenal glands. They can help with norepinephrine, uh, cortisol, sex hormones, as I said. The more stress you're under, and that includes being sick, like a cold or a flu or a sore throat, because that is stress on your body. 
the more your body is pushed into a catabolic state where it just breaks itself down and it all goes to hell. This is where your body, um, with these adaptogen herbs included, can make you more resilient and rebuild you up faster. And the herbs can help push your body into an anabolic state where um, not only are you healing faster, but it will reduce cortisol and help to upregulate um, levels of other hormones, including your sex hormones. So super effective. Um, when I spoke about the reishi mushroom, I really like reishi. I really am a big fan of all medicinal mushrooms um, and I like to use a wide variety of them in tinctures and in teas and in coffees and um, wherever I can get them. Reishi has been used for thousands of years and is known as a super herb in both China and Japan. Reishi has immune boosting, antiviral, anti-cancer and liver protective qualities. It's very, very effective at bringing down cortisol levels and just balancing out your adrenal glands again. So you're not too high and you're not too low. Reishi can be really effective at this. It's one of the most studied of all the mushrooms and contains specific polysaccharides that are clinically proven to reestablish white blood cells and again increase your natural killer cells so adding in adaptogens and natural herbs and medicinal mushrooms if long-term health is your goal these should be part of your protocol um, daily protocols there should be some adaptogens or some super herbs in somewhere just to support your health and keep you resilient all the time so that even if you do get a cold or a flu, you get it, you want to get it because you want your antibodies to see what this invader looks like. So it's, they're always aware of it. Um, those people that never get sick, that's a sign that maybe there is a problem with their immune system. And those people that are always sick, that is a sign that there's something with their immune system as well. So again, you want to have this nice balance. You do want to get sick. You want your antibodies to see the invaders so they're aware of what they should be fighting, but you don't want it to last as long or be as severe. So that's the healthy balance that you want to have. So um, well, let's go back to what else could we use so we've got our silver herbs adaptogens medicinal mushrooms vitamin d vitamin c next is vitamin c is highly concentrated in your immune cells and can be easily depleted though when your body goes into a fever so vitamin c is water soluble vitamin so if you've got a high temperature and you're sweating a lot or you're peeing a lot or you're sneezing a lot or you're even crying a lot then you're going to deplete your cells of vitamin c um, upper respiratory infection as well as immune suppression are commonly connected to vitamin d deficiency. So I'll say that again. Upper respiratory infections um, and immune suppressions are commonly connected to vitamin C deficiencies. Um, vitamin C also a very strong antioxidant and can help protect you against free radicals. Um, vitamin C can help boost your level of natural killer cells. These are super important. Um, 
And vitamin C is something I also like to use to kind of help regulate um, sex hormones. And vitamin C can be very effective for producing energy as well. Because if you, a lot of the time, if someone has an iron deficiency or they're low in energy, you see an iron deficiency, but it's not so much the iron as it is the vitamin C. So you need vitamin C to work synergistically with iron to get the body absorbing and using it properly. Zinc is another one, and you can get a vitamin C and zinc lozenge, which can be very effective if you have a flu or sore throat, and you can just suck on that. So zinc is an important trace mineral involved in over 100 enzymatic processes in the body. So enzymes are kind of these little catalysts that help functions work a lot better. They're very, very important. Immune suppression and infection are also linked to zinc deficiency and this is where I'm saying it all the time to my clients it's the micronutrients that are important it's the micronutrients that keep you strong and resilient and healthy not the macros it's the micros um, and all these little deficiencies are suppressing your immune system and leaving you open to these invaders or bad bugs zinc um, can also help with immune cells that need to be matured and re-released into circulation so kind of recycling your immune cells they've been at war they lost a leg they got a bit hurt zinc's gonna help them build back up and reuse them again so um, those cells they strongly rely all your cells strongly rely on zinc for optimal function when your body has less than optimal levels of zinc um, everything else goes to shit, to be honest. Um, and zinc and selenium work synergistically as well for thyroid and adrenal support, um, and as well for those sex hormones. So that's something to keep in mind. Coconut oil. This is something that most of us have in our house all the time. Coconut is a great antiviral and antibacterial compound. Coconut oil contains lauric acid, which is a natural substance that is actually found in breast milk. Um, helps get our babies strong when they're born. Research has shown that it can kill various forms of strep and straph bacteria. Um, so a few tablespoons of coconut oil per day is it's pretty good. Um, even if you aren't sick, you should be cooking with coconut oil. You should have some sort of coconut in your diet daily. Again, to keep your cells always resilient and always optimal. The key here, like anything in regards to health, is consistency. It really is just consistency, consistency. So you can also then bring in lemon and lime juice, organic. I really like them, um, along with some honey and ginger. Again, more antibacterial, antiviral, uh, um, ginger anti-inflammatory all very good at keeping your cells resilient all the time I like to add fresh lemon and lime juice always organic of course um, to my teas and they can help prevent oxidation of the cells and oxidation is just pretty much rusting inside the body if your body again the key word I suppose for this podcast is resilience if your body is not resilient it is not going to be optimal and it's going to leave you so much more susceptible to getting sick um, before we finish I would like to say um, Think twice when you're about to use antibiotics. Over all the podcasts I've done over the last couple of weeks, 
Um, we have kind of spoke or touched on a few times how antibiotics affect the body, the adrenals, the brain, the sex hormones, physical strength, mental clarity, fatigue, everything. Now, some antibiotics may be necessary if you have a specific bacterial infection that is out of control and, like, you don't want to die. You may need an antibiotic there, so take it. The problem is that antibiotics don't work on viruses and they don't have any effect on strengthening your immune system. So many people go on antibiotics just year after year and in the meantime, they're still not trying to improve their natural killer cells or boost their immune system. They're just not improving their resilience. So every couple of weeks, they're going on antibiotics. And the more you're going on antibiotics, the more you're beating your immune system down and killing off the good bugs that you need. And antibiotics even have a direct impact on killing cells. So they have a direct impact on cellular health. Antibiotics can damage your cells. And that, unfortunately, includes your brain cells. Antibiotics is like, I never, ever, ever, ever go towards antibiotics. Um, thankfully, I never get sick enough that I absolutely need one. But even with my kids, no antibiotics. We'll use silver, we'll use zinc lozenges, we'll use other stuff, we'll use berries for antioxidants and supporting the health, we'll use real food, we'll use what's in our house. We antibiotics are just going to make things so much worse and the flu vaccine i get asked about this all the time the flu vaccine is a big no in my house i wouldn't even consider it i mean like i said earlier you do want to get the flu you just don't want it to be as severe or last as long you want your antibodies to see the flu um, bacteria and recognize it so they constantly can fight it you don't want them to have blinders on the Cochrane database, database excuse me, did a comprehensive meta-analysis on the flu vaccine and found that influenza vaccines have a modest effect in reducing influenza symptoms and working days lost. There is no evidence that they affect complications such as pneumonia or transmission. So they can help people, but you know what? That research also showed that it was um, less than 10% effective, the flu vaccine. That leaves you with 90% chance of getting a flu, even if you've had the flu vaccine, except not only have you had the flu vaccine, but the majority of flu vaccines contain mercury, which is the second most toxic compound on the planet behind uranium. Um, there's so many health and healthy and safe natural options out there. A flu vaccine should be the last thing on your list. Like you shouldn't even think about a flu vaccine, especially if it's going to be putting mercury into your cells too. And there's other stuff in flu vaccines, in all vaccines that would make you think second. Um, think for a second about taking them but there's so many options and like I said you do want to get sick every once in a while you do it keeps your immune system sharp you just don't want it to last as long or be as severe
So combine the information in this podcast with last week's podcast and you're totally set up to get through these winter seasons a lot easier and a lot more resilient. You just have to put them into action and like I said, be consistent with them. So I hope you found this super informative and very, very helpful so that you can implement tools immediately and you know what you're doing. Please feel free to share with anyone you think may benefit and of course if you have any feedback or questions you can reach out to me through my website or through Facebook and stay safe, stay warm and I'll chat to you guys next week. Bye bye.